0: Hello, this is Rita Chukwike and you're welcome to another episode of the Girl Unplugged podcast. In this space, we have mindful conversations that inspire authentic living. Let's get right to it. Hey guys, Welcome to another episode on The Girl Unplugged. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm so excited for this episode and I'm glad I'm able to be here today to talk about the things we talk about. And that is authentic conversations. How are we guys? How are we adjusting to the new normals and getting ready to get on with whatever will be the new normal. Honestly, I know that it's been a hectic time all this while. We're trying to deal with not being not being contaminated with the virus, being indoors, getting to know ourselves anew, getting to adjust to the new routines and all that. And now we are gradually getting to that place where we are planning on getting back to what will be our new normal. And for some of us, it's still vague. It's still not clear. And I know that um, this can bring a lot of worry and anxiety, and maybe depression, especially if we don't have someone to talk to about our fears. Maybe because they too are going through their own fears as well, or they are not available for um, available to give us a listening ear. So I know all these are happening. I've been through a lot myself in trying to question how i'm going to fit back in the society especially when you're self-employed and your business may be affected or may not start or may not start as um as quickly as it should you know with the new adjustments and new things that are coming up but I just want to use this opportunity and pray that we all see light in the various places that we are seeking to know things, in the areas we are seeking to gain clarity. I pray that God's peace would garrison our hearts and hold us down and His light will shine forth that we may know what to do going forward. yes (laughs) okay so today we are going to be talking about something very sizzling we'll be talking about being an authentic man in a feminist world yes being an authentic man in a feminist world and before you ask me if the word feminist and man exist in the same sentence they do okay they do i mean it's not a fight (laughs) yeah it's not a fight and i feel like we should have these conversations because a lot um is happening so much on social media especially with the gender wars the gender awareness the gender you know back and forth that we do on social media and it seems to take all our energy and our time it's also beginning to look like we are missing the point and forgetting that we need to focus and bring all our game into this in terms of how fighting for our rights as well as pulling our weight on other things that can help to make us thrive as women in the society can also you know be useful to us and one of those things is the international day of the boy child which was on the on the 16th of may guys i never knew that 16th of may was the international day of the boy child like Finally, the boy child can be celebrated, you know. And this got me pondering, and I had to, you know, s- um, write my thoughts on my WhatsApp status on the fact that if we want a future where our girls and women will thrive, we also have to empower the boy child because they are the men of the future you know in as much as we know that we are fighting the rights of our rights as women and the rights of the girl child we shouldn't also be oblivious of the fact that these girls are going to be living in a world with boys and we should also be invested even not even if it's not directly but indirectly our causes should work in synergy with that of the boy child, so that we can have a balanced future where both genders can thrive, you know. And it, it made me, it made me think about a lot of things. I was, I was chatting with a friend also on on WhatsApp, and we were like, how many days does Mother's Day have in Nigeria again? Like we we're banting each other. And I like yeah come to think of it mother's day is four times in a year plus the woman's month of march plus another woman's month of august and i'm wondering do we really need all these days you know don't get me wrong we women should be able to celebrate our awesomeness yeah but not in a way that we keep on reiterating the same thing and it seems as if we are just making noise I feel like there are other ways we can pull our weights you know in for other causes that may indirectly affect us in the future or the future of our girls and one of them is this day of the boy child we as mothers as women should pull our weight in any way we can we're not saying we are taking up the job of making men men okay fathers are also supposed to do their part but we are saying we are going to do our part when it comes to making sure that the empowerment that the boy child needs to be well equipped for the future ahead of him in a a world where a woman or a girl will become so incredibly empowered that it repeats the vicious cycle that we are running away from because at the end of the day it's going to look like we have swung from an extreme of inequality against women to another extreme of inequality against men you know the balance becomes lopsided so i feel like moderation should be a something that we should always look out for in trying to fight for these causes or celebrate some of these days and channel our energy in such a way that it yields results it's more impactful than just you know having days that we just revel and you know be happy and make noise and at the end of the day None of that helps our cause. So yeah, and that is why I feel like we should have this conversation on the podcast with today's guest who is the first guy on the show. Yay! Yes! He will be talking on the topic being an authentic man in the feminist world. Think it's important we begin to have these conversations of what an authentic man should be, you know begin to raise an awareness. So, our guest on the show, Chemeka Chukokelo, is a writer and an avid reader. He's a microbiologist and a lab scientist. He's married to my cousin. And even before he got married to my cousin, we were very close in terms of our families. We grew up to know each other very well. And Chemeka is someone that holds a very intellectual view that I find interesting. One of the reasons why I wanted him to come to the show and share some of his opinion on what being an authentic man is. And just to be fair on the male gender, if we are putting up things that we want women to aspire to, we should also put out things that we want men to aspire to so that it becomes a balanced society so Chimeka will be sharing his thoughts on what being an authentic man is from his own experience I hope you take out one or two things that you can share with your brothers with your children your boy child and with anyone you feel that this information would benefit. I'll be taking notes and I will share my takeaways at the end of his session. So sit back and be inspired.
1: Hello everyone. I am Chukukel Chiemeca and I am happy to be featured on today's show and I'm happy to be on this episode of The Girl Unplugged, I will be talking on the topic of being an authentic man in a feminist world. Now, being an authentic man is not rocket science. I'd like to start by saying that it is a journey and not a destination and more so you have to multitask in this journey in order to achieve a lot and make meaning out of it so to say. Before I delve proper into the topic for today Some things happened in the past week. Two scenarios I'd like to pinpoint. One was the case of a young lady who's just past her thirties and she's in a sort of dilemma. It's not your typical classified. Or classified, as you may like to call it. In this case, she confided in the presenter to tell her story. And her story goes that she, in fact, the way the presenter of the radio show described her, said the woman, she's really hard working, she's doing well. This one that takes foreign trips to relax. And she has two boutiques among other business interests and she hasn't really been lucky when it comes to men and for some time she decided she was done with that scenario but then along comes a guy who like the others didn't ask her for money all the time he's a banker so at least he's working doesn't ask for money all the time and doesn't even ask a lot and then wants to marry her a few years ago it was the other way around it would be the woman fantasizing about playing housewife or at least wanting a guy to marry her but in this case the roles were sort of changed it was the guy coming and being serious asking for her hand marriage I want to marry you I love you she decides to give it some time and see what the guy was all about and everything went well in fact in time she moved from her place to the guy's place even though her place was better and more comfortable but she moved to the guy's place and They started cohabiting then started planning the wedding and a lot of things unfortunately corona struck and they couldn't move forward with the wedding as planned meanwhile the guy had done the traditional rites so in a way they were close to getting married here Done the right, but hadn't done the actual traditional marriage, he had only done the visits and done some other things. The dowry hadn't been paid, and that was stalled by the coronavirus pandemic. Anyways, uh corona strikes and she is thinking of how to adjust in her business so it will survive the period since she has, she has staff to pay then the guy comes in and says okay now that you will be my wife any other thing you will be buying you ha- it will have to be in my name in fact from now on you have to do a change of name whereby you answer your first name then my first name and my own father's name and the woman is, why, why the hurry? Besides, why do I have to throw away my own father's name and answer your first name and your son's name? And then they quarreled over it. And the reason he gave was that it would mean that he is a respectful wife and so that she wouldn't feel proud. And besides that, they would be one now so the lady is in a dilemma and asks the radio hosts anonymously of course to present that dilemma on air so that people would deliberate on it and she would know what to do now i don't know what your thoughts are some of you might say well there's only one thing to do run because Of course, you're not married yet, so why would he want you to change your name? Something smells fishy. Some other people would be like, yeah, just do it. You're 31. If you miss this chance or this opportunity, you won't get it again. And some other people is like, would be like, girl, he's not serious. He's after your money. Don't listen to him. In fact, call off the wedding. I'm sure other people will have some other thoughts. Anyway, you can think about it. The second scenario happened just a few days ago. Uh, Social media went agog. There was a man who his wife uh, had just given birth to the fifth daughter allegedly and in the hospital the man smashed a newborn on the ground leading to the death of the newborn and of course social media went crazy a lot of people called the man names and later on unconfirmed reports came up that the man uh, was expecting a male child and had even renovated his house expecting her when it came out that he was uh, female, he reacted rather angrily, leading to the death of the child. Now pregnancy is a world of its own. It has a lot of challenges. It is not an easy process and now to have to deal with losing a child in that way, that woman is scared. A lot of people advise the woman, sue him to court, leave him, take your children, you are not safe. And so on and so forth now looking at this scenario you may see two types of women one is seemingly the independent woman who has a business advanced in age not yet married and has sort of a choice to make on who she is going to marry The other scenario is a case of a woman who is loyal to her husband and whom the husband doesn't seem to be very enlightened considering his reactions and there could be more to that. Only God knows what happens there. But these are two scenarios, two different people and for the case of the man feminists would have a failed day in fact everybody would be screaming for his blood everybody would be screaming for his blood because one cannot imagine that in this day and age reacting like that over a female child are the days when uh, the the male child was regarded highly regarded over the female child. In fact, a popular telecom industry did an advert and got a lot of backlash with just a few words that were said, Mamana Boy. I don't know a lot of you might recall that, especially if you are resident in Nigeria. There was a lot of backlash. A few decades ago, that wouldn't have been a problem. And that was how docile women were but now you find out that evolution is already happening women are becoming independent women are becoming empowered women are becoming woke if i may use that word now for the men they have been enjoying a patriarchal system whereby if you ask me too much respect was accorded to them the man can never be wrong the woman was always in the wrong and if she didn't respect her husband there would be dire consequences and a host of other things both fair and unfair that were done to many women and it was in the light of this that there was a little revolution and with that came the word feminism, even though some people have twisted its meaning in a lot of ways. But be that as it may, a woman is supposed to be a helper, a compliment, and the missing piece of a puzzle, the way God intended it for the man and not the the slave or the house help or the maid you can only keep someone down for so long the person is bound to revolt when they realize that you have been unfair to them so i think that is what is happening with this feminism for men If I may go by physics, action and reaction are equal and opposite. This time around and in the future, the pushback from women will be even more than you are seeing. And it's not from a place of hate. So, in my opinion, I think the best way to coexist peacefully which should be the goal is to evolve also with women the patriarchal system yeah, it may teach women or rather force women to respect and do other things against their will and wishes, but these days the the case is different. some women now would rather be single than be killed in an abusive marriage or relationship even though there are still some cases where these things happen now the question is and the title how can you be an authentic man in a world where there is feminism it's really not rocket science there are many ways that you can be an authentic man it is generally said that charity begins at home so i will briefly talk about my own upbringing and how it has helped me so far in my own journey to be an authentic man my father is a very respectable man who perhaps has too much love for his family he always provided for us and always respected my mom in all the years that i grew up in the house and even after i left the house for school or work not one day have i seen my dad raise a hand over my mom talk more of bringing the hand down he had to do that to us on several occasions to discipline us he's a firm believer of spare the rod and spoil the child so we got the hand steady anyways that respect and love for his wife and friend and best friend i watched that as i grew and it may surprise you Women, uh, children have a lot of respect for their parents and moreover they observe a lot. If anyone disrespects his significant his or her significant order, the child senses that if anyone undermines his significant order, other in front of the child, the child sees that and more so if you hit or use very unkind words in front of the child directed at your significant other the child will also see that therefore in lots of uh, marriages and lots of people growing up these days and in adulthood if they didn't have very good upbringing in the sense that maybe the dad is a drunkard or probably violent there is every probability that that child will grow up to be all these things now growing up and seeing my dad respect my mom and all that it only made me want to do that to whomever I would marry And the thing is women want a man who is in control not a man who is controlling and that is one of the things that could make a man attractive and seem to be an authentic man in my own journey and experience there are some things that I have realized would help in one's journey to being an authentic man and one of these is to be emotionally intelligent or at least try to develop emotional intelligence now one may ask what is emotional intelligence it's simply the ability to not just manage your emotions but also those of others and how do you manage that? you have to identify those emotions first and once you can do that for yourself you should be able to do that for others. a popular advice says know thyself. it's as simple as that. men are human too and as part of your group, not just as a man but as a human an authentic human you have to know yourself and part of knowing yourself is being emotionally intelligent what will that help you to do it will help you to be able to gauge your reactions so that you don't overreact or underreact man being human has emotions you cannot detach yourself from your emotions to do that would be like ignoring or rejecting your roots to do that would be like rejecting your self-awareness rejecting your self-management rejecting your social awareness and not being able to manage your relationships you have to be in tune with your emotions what do i mean by that if someone says something that you're not comfortable with Instead of bottling it up, you can tell the person, you did this, I'm not happy about that. I, for example, I used to bottle up lots of emotions and over time, if the person kept, if you didn't tell the person what they had done, unintentionally, they might keep poking at the same wound. And before you know it, it just takes a little poke and then you go over the edge and overreact and end up ruining things, probably a lot of things. But if you address issues as they come up, someone makes you angry, get angry, but don't raise your voice. Get angry, tell the person, you got me angry, you did this, I don't like it. The person would apologize because you find out that a lot of times people do things without realizing what they have done and it is only when you have told them what they did then they can apologize accordingly therefore being emotionally intelligent will help your self-awareness it will help your self-management it will help your social awareness and help you manage your emotions do not detach yourself from it. If you feel sad and feel like crying, by all means, crying is very therapeutic. Some people believe that a man doesn't cry. That is not very healthy. If you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like screaming, scream. Although you can't exactly scream in public, people will think you're crazy. But you can go into your room screaming to the pillow if that will help you calm your nerves you can go into the room if you're shy of people seeing you cry go into your room cry that will release a lot of tensions you are an emotional being therefore crying releases or not just crying crying and expressing yourself in terms of your anger your sadness your happiness makes you an emotional being that you are and the way you manage this makes you emotionally intelligent another thing I would consider that helps to make one an authentic man be a virtuous man yes I said it men can be virtuous too a lot of people are more familiar with the story of the virtuous woman but why does it have to be only the woman that is virtuous a man can be virtuous too and what does it mean to be virtuous it simply means to have high morals and ethics high morals and ethics One may ask, how do you do that? It's rather vague. Uh, The world is full of challenges and all that. But if women can be encouraged to do that, men as well can be encouraged to do that. I will not go into details, much details of how to be a virtuous man. But... I will mention some things that some characters that if you would see in a man you will say this is a virtuous man one of them is temperance temperance is control of one's behavior control of one's behavior it could be control of your drinking It could be control of how you react when you see a really pretty woman who is so provocatively dressed it could be food it could be anything but you have to exercise control you have to exercise restraint that is temperance next is resolution every year people go on about making new year resolutions and all that and before the end of january you find a lot of people going oh i can't do this this is too hard and there goes that year's resolution i don't bother with i personally don't bother with new year resolutions i just identify one thing i think I didn't do so well, in or one thing I'm doing that I don't like and make a conscious decision to stop doing that one at a time. And before you know it, I change rather than making a long list of things that are my New Year resolutions. In fact, a lot of people know the spelling better than what they should do. Anyway, that's that for resolution. Next is frugality. Frugality doesn't mean being stingy, no. In this case, it means financial intelligence. And the financial intelligence means knowing when to invest, knowing when to spend, knowing when to save. Overall, knowing how to use the money that you make. And not just the money that you make, any money that comes in knowing how to even bring in the money this will lead us to the next one which is industry industry is simply diligence hard work at what you do a lot of men these days are simply lazy and they look for a, a lady who has made her money and attached themselves to her and term her inheritance they are not working hard they don't want to work hard but they want to reap where they haven't thrown i would strongly frown against that and you can counter that by simply being hardworking. identify what you want to do focus on it and be hardworking. the next one is Very difficult for a lot of people and it has to do with sincerity these days a lot of people male and female alike lie and pretend very easily this just demands one be honest simply say things the way they are and in saying things the way they are you are not just you don't just end up saying the truth you are also termed a just person people can count on your judgment which is a virtue on its own the next next is cleanliness this is simple you can start by making your bed when you get up do your laundry wash the plates after you eat keep your immediate environment clean that's be clean both inside and outside another one would be chastity these days a lot of people will tell you that sex sells yeah sex may sell but you don't have to join the bandwagon being chaste means to be sexually pure or in other words to refrain from extramarital affairs whether you are single or married if you're single keep to yourself abstain it will save you a whole world of hurt from diseases to unwanted pregnant unplanned pregnancies to a lot of other things in addition in my personal journey another thing i'm trying and which, if you go online these days, you will see people eschew the meaning is self love. Self love doesn't mean being selfish, it doesn't mean enjoying yourself alone, and it certainly doesn't mean ripping people off just for your own comfort it doesn't mean any of those things self-love is simply taking care of yourself and how do you do that? To, to be able to love yourself to be able to take care of yourself physically mentally emotionally financially in your career and all whatnot, self-love is not easy I will admit but it is worth a shot and how can you practice self-love there are very simple things to do take care of yourself by eating well your diet matters a lot of people wake up and they start drinking from morning till evening and barely get in some nutrients eating healthy doesn't have to cost you a lot there are very cheap meals that will guarantee you have all the nutrients your body needs for nourishment so eat healthy next is your self awareness what does it mean to be self-aware your self-awareness simply means that You have a broad or good knowledge of your abilities and limitations. And what can this help you do? When you are aware of your abilities, you know where to channel your energies and where not to, due to the knowledge of your limitations. And when you can do this, it will save you a lot of embarrassment and hurt because you would only channel your energy into those things that when you achieve you have a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment, which will help your overall well-being another way of loving yourself or self-love is to set boundaries setting boundaries will help you put a stop so to say to emotional bullying some people are great at bullying and if it's in nigeria i will call it dragging some people will drag you for the dumbest things but when you set boundaries and keep it one thing is setting the boundary another thing is keeping and adhering strictly to those boundaries when you do that you To do that, you have to have enough respect for yourself to ignore and put a bully in their place. And when you do that, nobody will mess with you. And when nobody messes with you like that, you have a lot of peace, you have a lot of tranquility, which will help you in taking care of yourself. Another thing you can do to to further buttress your self-love is to take responsibility of your life and in life you would agree with me that each person's life has a lot of uh parts to it there is your financial life there's your social life there's your spiritual life there's your relationship there is your career all these make up your total being and for you to be happy you have to take charge of all these things you have to ask yourself what do i want do i want six packs do i want to just eat right am i ready to be in a relationship do i want to go out this friday night or just stay at home and watch a movie what is healthier for me to do and when you can consciously make all these decisions you are taking responsibility for your life and uh, all these that i have said are things that i am doing and i must say they are helping me in my journey in being an authentic man however it's highly unlikely that everyone would be willing to do this or to change in this changing world where feminism and women are now woke or empowered better empowered than they were some years back now change is the only thing that is permanent if you do not change the current will simply sweep you off and it will be like you weren't there in fact in our world today you would see a lot of situations where people that have refused to change paid sometimes the ultimate price for those earlier on in the talk i talked. Uh, i mentioned a man who had killed his newborn baby girl. Now, no matter how obedient you would say that wife is, what stops her from slashing his throat while he sleeps at night? Or if she can't stand the sight of blood, what stops her from putting poison in his food and watching him choking his vomit? nothing stops her from doing that she would just go back home like the obedient wife that she is and make a decision an eye for an eye a tooth for a tooth a life for a life and then the consequences it would take a lot of restraint and a lot of mental therapy which by the way we don't even have in nigeria for the woman not to kill her husband and he would not be the first to to suffer that there have been loads of stories especially on social media these days due to the ease of sharing on social media there is a case of a man that his wife poured hot water on and he had to be rushed to the hospital there was another case of a man who the wife cut off his private part because she was supposedly cheating and the list goes on and on and on and a case where the woman uh, chooses not to be violent there is usually usually ends in divorce because imagine a scenario where you are working the woman is working so she's not dependent on you she will ask for a divorce She will leave you with her kids and you will be left with nothing. And who is to blame for that? Society will even stand by her and say yes, that you weren't taking care of your kids. So as men, I would advise us that we try and change with the times. Changing doesn't mean you have to emasculate yourself. No, not at all. Changing with the times is simply trying to be more accommodating than you normally were. Trying to be genuine. Trying to be strong, but not violent. Trying to be confident. Trying to be genuinely caring. And also develop a skill that will help you to provide for your family because in some scenarios it is where a man feels like he should be the one providing for the family when he cannot do that and refuses to be helped by his wife thinking that by the time she is the breadwinner of the family he would lose his respect and by the way which is a wrong assumption he will now end up being proud and not wanting to listen to advice and get swept up by the waves of change in conclusion if you don't take anything out of all I have said take this give back you can give your time you can give your skills and a lot of other things however when you give don't give foolishly balance is the key if you can do all these things you will end up starting your journey towards authenticity and therefore being ultimately a better human being than you were
0: oh guys (laughs) wow that was something i hope you enjoyed the episode because i did yeah uh, did you guys hear when he said men can be virtuous? okay eh? or am i the only one that heard it hey <laughs> you see i like that the narrative is being changed by men themselves like if him as a man could have that kind of narrative or that kind of perspective about what a man should be then i think there is hope for the future you know and i I like this because it means that there is hope in trying to create a balanced future for the next generation of men anyways not to take any more of your time my takeaway on this episode are quite few i'll quickly go through it My first point was that women need men that are in control and not controlling. And that is just the truth, you know. And I think it's not just for men, but for women as well. Like, nobody wants someone that is controlling. And I've thought of many ways that we can be controlling, you know verbal and emotional abuse, emotional manipulation, we feel like getting people to to do what we want them to do, even when they don't want to do it, you know, looking for ways to make people meet our selfish needs and not considering them, you know, and it's, it cuts across both genders, actually, and I feel like it's something that is right on track in trying to highlight these things, you know, because you can still get what you want if you discuss with your partner and try to find out how best, you know, to make people do The things that you want them to do. I mean, if somebody loves you or if somebody cares about you, if you reason with them, I don't think there is need for you to start trying to manipulate them emotionally. And even when they don't want to do it, I think it's also right to respect their decisions than trying to force whatever you think is the right thing for them to do. You know, and being emotionally intelligent is also key in trying not to be controlling because when you're able to manage your emotions you know where to draw the line and you know when to say okay this is selfishness and this is not right you know you can be able to handle the next person's emotions if they say i'm not cut out for this accept it let your ego not be bruised and don't feel like ah because i'm a man you have to do it i mean there are a lot of entitled things that men think they need from the opposite sex because they are just men and i think that that is so baseless because there is nothing like you need to do this because i'm the man we need to come to that place where we have constructive discussions and be conscious of the fact that some of the things we feel that are roles for any particular gender or entitlement for any particular gender is actually not and if somebody decides to give it to you then it's just because they have decided and not because you are male or female yeah he highlighted something very important that um most african men don't do and that is crying and how it is good for the mental health i mean guys This cannot be overemphasized. Men actually need to start expressing pain and hurt more in a positive way than resort to maybe violence and also seek counseling. I mean, we are human beings with emotion. We can't deny these things, okay? And it has nothing to do with our gender. Sometimes we see people tell the boy child not to cry. You are not a woman. Don't cry. Be strong. Men don't cry and all that. I feel like these are narratives that need to be pulled down they are not rational and not good for the mental health of the man because when a man cannot express his feelings what will he do if he can't express his pain and how he feels, he would resort to violence. He will resort to beating because he will be stressed out and a lot of bottled emotion can just explode one day. And when the guy overreacts, we say that he's a monster, but we forget that there are a lot of things that this person has been bottling up so much inside and society has not allowed him to express it. I like that he highlighted that. I mean, men should express pain and hurt. In a positive way, more if they need to cry, cry, if they need to go see a counselor, if they need to go talk to someone they can, you know, express their pain. Really, it's really a step in the right direction. And finally, I liked that he highlighted the importance of change and change in the perspective of being accommodating. I mean, come on, if the woman. Folk are evolving. It is only wise that the female folk evolve with them and not just um, evolve to suit, okay? But it's just sitting down and watching the trends and what is really happening. Okay, for example, let's look at um, gender roles at home. In our current world now, where both the male and the female are out, in the career front they are achieving and they are pursuing their dreams do you think that house chores would be top on the priority list of course not because the time that is required to do all this um house chores is the time that we use you will use to meet a timeline or a deadline to achieve something better and more productive the days are gone where chores are used to qualify a woman, or you know, say that a woman is, is a good woman because he can cook she can cook, she can clean, she can do all that. And also, we know that all these things: cooking, washing your clothes, ironing them keeping your surroundings clean, which he also mentioned somewhere um, when he was was talking about um, guys being clean and keeping their environment clean. You know, it made me think of how these things are survival skills, actually. Personally, while growing up, I found my mom would, you know, make me wash clothes and all that for my brother, but my brother would... in the kitchen washing plates and most times my dad will scream at him and be like you're not supposed to be in the kitchen what are you doing in the kitchen the kitchen is for for the women but these are things that he's inclined to do he loved doing them he would sweep he would clean sometimes my sister and i will attack him because we'll be like hey you're giving us a bad name because we would prefer maybe to sleep some more or not wake up so early to do all these things but he would do all that now that I am all grown, I understand that it was very important for him and it is very beneficial for him to do that because now he does all those things for them, for himself. We are no longer at home and he stays with my parents and he helps around. My parents are a bit older now so it came in so handy because he can do practically everything. But I know men that cannot even lift a finger. The only thing they can do is to boil water because they have grown with that mindset that they need a helper, you know, a helper, somebody that would help them. But the irony of the whole thing is that when somebody is helping you, someone is helping you because you can do it, but you are not Disposed to do it at that point in time and not that you cannot do it at all. So, yeah, I like the fact that he highlighted that because these conversations and this narrative needs to push be pushed out more, and the repercussions of not wanting to change is highly priced because the rate of divorce are getting high. Women are now revolting, they are killing their husbands, cutting their private parts, um, blanching their their husbands with hot water and this is due to the fact that these men are not paying attention. And I'm not saying that what these women are doing is right because nothing warrants you to inflict harm or pain on another human being regardless of their gender. However, I believe that these reactions are a response to something that they cannot bear again. And that something is what should be paid attention to by the men. What is worth your life? Being accommodating, loving your wife, paying attention, and giving a helping hand at home. I mean giving your time deciding to be with your wife and hang out you know listen to her you know i feel like these things are not so much they are not hard to do when it's coming from a loving heart and it will also beg the question if i am not doing this do i really love or care about this individual because if we say we love someone we should be able to give off ourself whether it's our time whether it's in being there let giving a listening here or helping out in any way we can yeah so guys that's it i would love to hear from you about what you think of this episode your takeaway is an opinion just send me a dm on my instagram handle at the girl who left home links will be on the show notes if you want to connect with sharemaker And don't forget to share and subscribe to listen to more amazing stuff. Until the next episode, be you till full. Bye.